Welcome back to the Strong as Fuck podcast. I hope you guys are as excited as me. I apologize because I keep saying I'm getting my act together and I'm going to be here weekly like I was doing for the longest time, but I, I wasn't here last week and I didn't upload one this past or this Wednesday. Um, I am recording this on Friday. I'm going to post it like today or tomorrow. So you will be getting an episode this week, but it's like that moment when you're on like a, a three mile run and you allow yourself to stop at 1.5 miles and you like, you allow yourself, you let that little piece of doubt or that little piece of, I just really want to walk creep in. You allow yourself that one moment to walk for a little bit. And then the last 1.5 mile, 1.5 miles where you actually could be running, you just keep stopping every 0.2 miles because you allowed yourself to do it once. You know, I don't know if you guys have ever gone for a run, but that, yeah, <laughs> that has definitely happened to me. And that's kind of like what I did with this podcast. Like the second you allow yourself to stop something, the more often it starts to happen. And this goes for everything in life. Honestly, the second you stop to get out of a certain routine, the second you stop like holding yourself to a specific standard of doing things by certain dates, certain times, all that, like, Oof. <laughs> oh, it just goes downhill and you have to like call yourself out and be like, what the freaking hell am I doing? Let's stop doing this. This is not the standard that I set for myself. And let's find a way to actually get back on, like on top of things and, you know, hitting these goals. So that's my little ramble for this morning. Um, that was not going to be the topic of the podcast. Although I do feel like that had some value in it. Like <laughs> while we're here, while we're talking about this, if that happens to you, you got to call yourself out on it. Like hardcore. You got to be like, why am I doing this? What is this doing for me? You also have to show yourself a little grace and just accept that it happens. Like don't feel guilty about it. Okay. Guilt is not going to help you Accept that it happened and be like, why am I doing this? Why am I not showing up for myself? And in my case, I just haven't known what to talk about each week. Or I've been too busy, quote unquote, in my brain, even though I realistically could have set it aside, literally like, like done a 10 minute episode last week or something, you know, something with 10 minutes of value, but I didn't. And so calling myself out like that is like, okay, how am I going to fix this now? If those are the two things that I'm having trouble with, then maybe at the beginning of each week or the beginning of each month, I come up with four different topics and I either do them weekly or I do them all at the beginning of the month when I'm feeling excited and inspired. And that way I have one for each week rather than do rather than like pushing them off to doing them weekly, you know? So like addressing the problem, accepting it, addressing it, and then making like a little game plan to go through with that will help you get back on top of things that goes with the gym. Like you could be on like a streak of maybe even like two months streak where you were going consistently four times each week. And then that third month, you allow yourself to like stop going and stop hitting all of your workouts each week. And you just keep telling yourself, well, it's just because I'm really busy. But really, when you actually sit down with yourself, it's because you didn't prioritize it and you stopped caring as much. And now you have to look yourself back in the face and be like, okay, well, I accept that that happened. This is not serving my specific goals here is how I'm going to get back into things and how I'm going to, you know, start that, not necessarily start it anew, but start showing up for myself the way I want to be showing up for myself. So 
anyways, let's actually get into the topic today. Um, if you guys don't know, I am the host. I'm Indy. I never introduced myself for this episode. I just started rambling. I'm sorry. And um, please go ahead and share this episode with your friends and follow me on Instagram at indigojewel underscore because I'm way more active on there and you guys can keep up to date with me. Um, I also do lives in there. So if you guys enjoy the podcast type vibe, there's a lot of lives on Instagram that you can go through with tons of stuff, fitness, nutrition, mindset, um, all types of tips. So anywho, today's topic, I wanted to talk about productivity. So kind of related to what we were just talking about, but I wanted to talk about like actually setting yourself up for success daily and monthly and whatnot. So really, really big thing that we do at the beginning of the year is we set goals for ourselves. But about three months in, four months in, halfway through the year, we forget all those goals. We don't stare at them like they're not in our face anymore. Um, And a lot of times we're just like, oh, it's summer now, or let's go have a fun time, which is great, okay? We all need to do all the things. But a lot of times we fall out of routine, we stop caring as much, and then we get really upset. And so for productivity purposes, for you know, staying on track with our goals, it's really important to set monthly goals, set daily goals, um, and like break down those goals that you set at the beginning of the year and making them easier to hit each month and make them smaller goals that build up to that bigger goal. Another thing is you can, you can always look back at that goal, the, that goal list that you set at the beginning of the year and be like, I don't even resonate with any of these anymore. Like we're six months into the year. You, you may not vibe with anything you set for yourself at the beginning of the year anymore. Like you could have gone through some shit. You could have gone through a breakup. You could have gone through some event that made you look at things differently now. Totally valid. And you can totally change your goals. You don't have to stick to the same ones that you set at the beginning of the year. You can also like decide that, Hey, maybe those goals that I set that I set at the beginning of the year, were not serving me in the way that I meant them to. And actually these ones would be better serving for me. So look at your goals and big thing for productivity's sake is to set daily goals. And I'm not saying make a list of like 20 things that you need to do each day. Cause that's not going to get you anywhere. And that's where overwhelm is going to set in. I don't know about y'all, but I get overwhelmed fairly easily. And I have to do a lot of like reminding myself I'm going to be fine and breaking those, those like lists into chunks that are just way more manageable for me to look at rather than getting overwhelmed. Like you guys (laughs) forever 21. I don't know if you guys have ever gone in there, but that store is huge. Yeah. It's color coded. But I swear the styles are not like, I don't even know. I don't even know how they organize everything in there. But every time I walk in there, I get overwhelmed. I don't want to be in there. I can't decide on anything that I like. Like the only things that I'm attracted to are the things that are on the mannequins or the things that are on the tables right there in front of me. The things on the walls, like it's just too much. And there's one actually in Tucson, Arizona, where I live, that is a two-story building, a two-story Forever 21, okay? The bottom floor is like all the normal like in-season stuff and it's huge, okay? It's huge. And then the top floor is all the clearance section. It's just like so much for me to deal with 
And this is like setting a ton of goals. You know, you have so many things to look at. You're just gonna be like, oh my gosh, how am I supposed to do any of this? Actually, I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna exit out of here. I'm not gonna do any of these. But if you break it down into manageable chunks, you'll find that it's not actually that bad. And so what I suggest, and I actually was talking about this on a live yesterday um, with Danielle, she's come on this podcast before, and she was telling me about this method, which I actually had learned before, um, I think in an entrepreneurship or business class, actually, and I forgot about it. But it's like grouping things by fours. So essentially, you make yourself like a, a grid that has like uh, a right corner, a left corner on the top, and then um, two on the bottom as well. And you're essentially grouping things by um, timely and like really important, like non-negotiables. So that's like your first group. Those are the things you're going to do first because they are timely. You have a like a deadline. That could be stuff like schoolwork. That could be like your job. That could be like, what's another non-negotiable? Like, like really important. Uh, feeding your kids feeding your animals. I don't know. Goals like that. Like it's important. It has to get done at a certain time. And then you also have a box number two, which is going to be non-negotiables for that day, but they're not timely. And then three is going to be, um, what was it? Timely, but, um, they don't have to, or they're, they're not always necessary. And then the other one was like no deadline, not completely necessary. They're just like want to's, right? And so grouping things into four groups like that allows you to categorize your goals into things like you have to freaking do. And those are going to be on your daily checklist. And then you get to pick like a few other ones that you know you want to be able to do. Um, but maybe they don't have to get done that day. So for example, let's say, I don't know, Let's let's use me right now because I have I'm in physical therapy school. I'm also a business owner and um I'm a girlfriend. So I have a boyfriend and I'm a cat mom. So, you know, okay, so that's that's setting me up. All right, so for one of my non-negotiables that is a timely thing, um today I have a Zoom class at 12. It's not actually a class, it's stupid, honestly, but I still have to go. It's mandatory. And it's at from 12 to 1.30. I also have a group project that is due and we're meeting. So those are my two things that I know I have to do today. And in order to prep for my meeting that I'm doing with my, one of my groups, I have to read my textbooks to be prepared for the essay that we're writing together and the group project that we're doing. So actually after this call, I need to dive back into my books and do all that stuff because I, I need to in order to be prepared for that. And so those things are like non-negotiables. They're pretty timely because they're all due like today. But um, a second thing that I need to do today is, let me think, I went to the gym. That was an I want to. It's something that I have on my list as like being a non-negotiable, but it's also something that I can move around if I need to. I can move it around throughout the week. So it's more like a non-negotiable for the week to hit four workouts. So that was something that I did this morning. I put it into my day, um, but technically it was a non-negotiable that is not timely. So it's not quite as important as those things that are timely. Um, 
And then let me see the, I want to. So something that I'm a part of that I help host. So I count it as more important than other things, but I could get rid of it if I need to is, um, I help with shuffle and flow meets. So I'm going to be going to that tonight. It has like a bit of a timely piece to it because it's between certain times, but also it's not something where I'm going to be graded on. It's not something where I have to do it or someone's going to get in trouble, you know? So grouping things like that allows you to see where you can remove things. And sometimes it's really, really obvious, like breaking things down isn't always necessary, but it can be helpful to look throughout your day and see where these groups of things are, especially if you're like a biz business owner or if you're someone in school that has specific fitness goals, like breaking it down like that allows you to see where things can go. And then like, like you're instead of procrastinating by being what you would call productive and cleaning your house, you're going to be like, okay, well, cleaning my house is actually not timely. It's important, but it's not something that I need to do. So it's actually going to go at the bottom of the list and I'm going to do it when I have time to do it. I'm going to do all these non-negotiables and timely mannered things first. And then cleaning my house is going to go on the weekend when I have extra time. So breaking things down, super important, super, super helpful for just creating like a scheduled day. And then this one I give, especially to people who have ADHD, this tip right here, because it makes it so much easier. Use, um, why can't I think what they're, what they're called? Oh, post-it notes. Use post-it notes and write down three things you're doing today. Literally only three days, three things, especially if you have ADHD and you're going to get distracted. You're going to get overwhelmed. Write down three things on one on each post-it note stick them on your fridge or where you're going to see them. Maybe the bathroom mirror, something like that. And now you have those three things and those three things need to be off the fridge or off whatever you put them on by the end of the night. That way you have literally just three goals for the day, three goals. It's not too much. It's not too crazy. If you have time for extra stuff, you can do them. But those three things are like your non-negotiables for the day. And those sticky notes are kind of satisfying. You can just, you know, you write, write them out. You can make them cute even. And then you stick them there. You finish one, you can rip it up. You can throw it in the trap or throw it in recycling, you know. So that's a really big one. Um, next up would be to get a whiteboard, get a calendar, I know everyone loves Google calendars. I think Google calendars can be great if you have like specific meetings that you need to go to, especially if they're like over Zoom or if it's like a specific location and you need to have easy access, you know, you can just click on the link and it takes you to maps and you drive there. Um, I think that those meeting times, super important to put into that so that you have it on your phone. But I would say writing things down is going to be like 10 times better than a Google calendar. Like I personally don't like to look at, a, at something on my app and unless I really need to, and I'm not going to just opt to look in my calendar. If I have a written calendar, that's really pretty, really cute sitting on my desk, sitting on my bedside. Like I'm going to look at that. I'm going to update it daily. Writing it down helps me remember all the tasks that I have to do rather than just typing it into something. Like it's so much easier to remember things when you write it down. So write something down, put little bubble circles. I don't know what those are called. I guess like, yeah, bubble circles so that you can check them off throughout the day or cross them out when you get them done. Um, and I think that's really helpful. 
And I also always have like a calendar and I have a whiteboard or right now I'm using my mirror because I was using my whiteboard to study, but um, writing down my daily tasks as well as like projects and homework that I have. I write that stuff down on the mirror or on my whiteboard. That way I know very specific like assignments that need to get done. And um, that can be really helpful, if you, especially if you're a business owner or if you have very specific things you need to do like meal prepping things, write down on that whiteboard, like meal prep this item. And that way you have a list of things um, on there that are helpful for you throughout the week to focus on. Um, next thing for, uh, productivity purposes would be to get your phone out of your room or get your phone like out of the place where you're trying to be productive. Okay. If you are trying to do homework, if you are trying to get work done, if you work from home, if you're trying to work at actual work, like keep your phone out of the picture, unless you're using it for music and you're not going to touch it. You could also put it on airplane mode whatever works for you. But like, I try to keep my phone out of the room because otherwise, especially for me, like I will want to look on social media to post things, to check out what my friends are doing, um, engage with other people, which is important for being someone who's on social media, who's trying to like grow their business through it. But it's also like, I should be doing other stuff. I need to be zoned in. So remove your phone from the picture because it's just a distraction and every five minutes you're going to be looking at it and you could get so much done if you literally just left it out of the side of the room and you sat in here or in your room for 45 minutes or 90 minutes whichever one works best for you and literally just just worked that entire time i also recommend like do maybe doing some breathing exercises listening to a little a little podcast right before you work that's going to help you feel a little bit more motivated. Um, and then you can also do mo- uh, meditation before you jump into your focus mode. And then I recommend going for like 90 minutes and then taking a 15 minute break and going at it again for 90 minutes. And those should be really focused blocks. I know some people also listen to those frequencies. What are they like? I can't remember what the frequencies are called. But certain frequencies can also help you focus. So you can also try that out. And the last thing would be try time blocking. But in my opinion, for me personally, time blocking can be kind of rough. So the way I would like you guys to try time blocking, if you're looking for a way to be more productive throughout the day, is to set like certain goals to have done by specific times or like come up with general ideas of when you want things to be getting done throughout the day, but you don't need to specifically say, okay, well, nine to 10, I'm going to be doing this 10 to 11. I'm going to be doing this. You know, like I, I wouldn't necessarily do that because then, especially for people that get overwhelmed when you don't have something done by a specific time, you're like, oh my gosh, well now I'm just behind on everything. Like, what am I supposed to do? But if you set specific, like, or like, if you spent set buffer times or if you just create like times to have things done by in your head, it can work pretty well. So for me, I'll say like, okay, well, I'm going to try to get to the gym every single day by this time. And I'm going to be try to be done by this time. And I want to be starting homework or classwork by this time. And I want to be finishing it by this time. And then from there, I will set like specific goals. Like, okay, well, I want to work on this assignment from this time to this time. I want to work on client programming from this time to this time. I want to do a podcast from this time to this time. 
but I won't necessarily write it out because I don't want to stress myself to freak out with it, right? I don't want to look at the time and be like, oh my God, what did I wait? What did I do? Did I waste all my time? Like, I'm so behind. That's not how we want to do things. So, um, I think that's basically everything I have for you guys. Uh, also, the last big reminder I have for you is to make sure you set aside time to do self-care. Self-care is a non-negotiable. Obviously, it's not something that's timely or something that is super, super important. You can move it around if you need to. You can skip it a day if you need to. But I highly recommend having at least 30 minutes to yourself every single day. Um, and that means more than just gym time, okay? Gym time is a great amount of time to have to yourself, but it's also a time where you're you're working. You're putting yourself to work and yeah, especially for like for me right now, I'm doing a lot of breath work <laughs> while I'm at the gym. Like I'm doing nasal breathing between sets and I'm focusing a lot on my breath right now because my coaches have me doing that to help me progress as um, an athlete and get better at moving the weight. But yeah, so it has me focusing a lot and it is kind of like self-care, but it's also still time where I'm not really, you know, I'm not just with myself. I'm just I'm still doing shit. So I recommend having some time where you can just do whatever you want to do, whether you want to do journaling, whether you want to listen to music, whether you want to, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, read, reading. Oh my gosh. I was on a hiatus where I like, I wasn't reading at all. And then, um, beginning of this year, I started reading, um, Sarah J. Moss. So good. Um, court, a court of thorns and roses. That series is pretty good. Like I liked Akotar, but had a lot of sex scenes and personally I'm not really a fan of those I just like the storyline so definitely recommend but also beware and then um yeah anyways now I've read like 17 books and we're halfway through the year and if you guys are looking into books Throne of Glass best series by far so good I'm rereading it right now I literally finished it last week and I just started rereading it because it's eight books. So I feel like it's been so long since I read the first one and it's so good. And I was not ready to leave that world yet. But my point with reading is it unlocks some creative aspect in there. It allows you to be creative. It allows you to think differently. It brings you to a different world. And obviously everyone has different forms of self-care, but I recommend finding something like that, that allows you to just just relax, be doing something else that doesn't have to do with your daily life. Because honestly, let's be real, daily life is not always that exciting. Like I would, I would rather live in a book world than be in daily life. Let's be real. But <laughs> anyways, that is everything I have for you. I know I just went on a tangent about books, but um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I think next episode, I'm going to be doing a walking you through programming a leg day. I think that'll be a really good one. I got a question about that on Instagram. So I'm going to make a reel about it too. Um, but I do want to do like a full podcast episode. And then I'm going to make a PDF that you guys can um, use to create your own leg day. I think that'll be really, really helpful for you all. And I'm kind of excited for that one. So with that being said, thank you all so much for listening. And I love you all. And deuces.